the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Oh, am I excited today. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. And welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. But I'm also the chamber president, not just the host of this show. As Chamber President, we help people start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is a good friend and the co-host for today, Miss Jackie Wells of Tyro. How are you doing today, Jackie? I am doing great. Good to see you. Tell me some good news about Jackie. Well, wow. Good news. It's going to be an awesome week. It's going to be an awesome week. I have a wonderful speaking engagement on Thursday. And most of all, I just got some great news over the weekend regarding a contract that I was in partnership and collaboration with another company. And for me, that is exactly how we make things happen. It is about the ability to collaborate and partner together. So that's been very exciting. Do you hear that? You come on the show and work with me, you get million dollar contracts. Isn't that right, Jackie? Oh, Carl, way to go. Way to go, Carl. Right? Partnership and collaboration. Partner with me. I'm Oprah Jr. (laughs) I got on the phone today two other very good friends who have wonderful things that they're doing, and I want to like to introduce them. Mr. Jim Hollis of Calculus Roundtable and Karen Parrish of what? KP Express? Jim and Karen, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, we got both of you guys. I'm sorry. I should have did it one at a time. Okay, Karen, you go first. How are you doing, Karen? I'm doing fine, Carl, today. How are you on this Monday morning? Very good. And who's that other guy there, that handsome gentleman, Mr. Jim Hollis? How are you doing, Jim? Great, Carl. Nice to talk to you again. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring Karen on first because one of the things that Jackie's doing actually interfaces with Karen's business. So I want people to hear what Karen does. And because I just know, like Jackie said, everything's about collaboration. So Karen, tell us a little bit about your business. But before you tell us about your business, tell us a little bit about Karen Parrish. Okay. Um, Carl, this is my second time being on the radio. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. <laughs> I grew up in Vail, California. I'm in a family of four. I have um, two sisters and a brother. Um, I am also a mother of three grown daughters. Mm. I'm a business owner, an entrepreneur, and and I'm retired. I retired after 20 years of working at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. 
Wow. So tell me a little bit about your business because you say you're an entrepreneur and I know Jackie was telling me that she's working with you. She's actually one of your clients and she's uh, your client. So tell me about that. Yes, yes. I have a, um, after retiring, let me just give you a little background of how I even became a virtual assistant. Um, While I was working at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory as a training coordinator, um, I received a call from an assistant for a career coach that I was going to have facilitate for one of our workshops. Mm-hmm. And I had asked her how the weather was um, in Oakland mm-hmm. because she had a, uh, she had a um, local telephone number and her office was in Oakland. But she replied that she was not in Oakland and she was on her 23-acre farm in Iowa. <laughs> and so she proceeded to tell me um, that, you know, she said, Karen, you know, you're so detail-oriented and you provide exceptional customer service, et cetera. And she said that, you know, have you ever thought about being a virtual assistant? And I said, I've never even heard of a virtual assistant. But, um, you know, I let her know that I was going to be retired within the next five years, you know, from the lab. And, um, and she became my mentor um, to be for this industry. And um, a lot of people don't know this, but this industry was started by an African-American woman um, in Texas in the 1980s. Uh-oh, another it, black history moment. Come on, tell us. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And she was one of Barbara. Barbara Rowan, who is my mentor today as well, um, she taught her the business. Mm. And then Barbara, she had co-authored a book on being a virtual assistant. Um, and that's how I became a virtual assistant. She taught me everything that I needed to know. Um, she just let me know that it was always good, you know, for this particular business, to speak with someone who is already in the business and become knowledgeable um, because this is not a business for, you know, for everyone because you, you do have to be detail-oriented and you do have to meet your customer's needs at all times. And speaking of meeting your customer needs at all times, I am here to tell you that this is not a paid, um, a paid advertisement. This is just speaking from the heart. If you yes. were in the studio right now, Karen... I have the folder. I have the folder, Karen, that says Karen Paris and what we are currently working on. Okay, (laughs) she's telling the truth. I saw it. (laughs) I was not taking any chances. So I didn't know if you were actually going to be in studio or if you were going to be joining us live. Okay, but I was not going to miss a moment to collaborate with you real time. And I just want to let you know, I am working on my project. Okay, (laughs) I have my little folder and we are moving this one forward. And when she tells you that she. She is detailed. She is detailed. Karen is professional. And I am just here to give her a real life business customer testimonial. If you are looking for a way to increase your productivity on a daily basis as a business owner, I think sometimes we get so bogged down in the minutia and sometimes we have to offload those things to professionals so that we can keep our business moving and growing on a daily basis. And Karen will do that for you. And isn't that funny? Uh, Jackie can give you that validation. And Karen is actually working with the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. So you're in uh, rich sort of territory here. We're both loving you right now, Karen. <laughs> oh, yes. And I love you both as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that other that other guy that's waiting so patiently on the phone, we want to talk to him, too. Mr. Jim Hollis. Jim, how are you doing? 
sitting here in awe of you guys listening to Karen's story. <laughs> well, 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 I'll tell you, Carl, before you start, it's mm-hmm. good to know that someone who worked at the Lawrence Livermore Lab is detail-oriented. That makes me feel safer. <laughs> we love it. Well, Jim has a Jim has a nonprofit. He's been uh, either running or leading, and it's called Calculus Roundtable. And Calculus yeah. Roundtable is working very close, close closely with the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. If I can get that out, and Jim, I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about your story of how you got to where you're at, so people can have a little background on Jim Hollis. Thanks again, Carl. I really appreciate it. Uh, the Calculus Roundtable, we are just celebrating our sixth anniversary as a nonprofit organization. Uh, we are focused on raising math and science skills for students, particularly students of color in the Bay Area. Um, over these last six years, we have worked with over 4,000 students, uh, 46 school districts, and five county offices of education. So we do things like uh, we do policy implementation work at the state and county level. We do professional development for teachers and principals around equity and technology use in the classroom. And we also um, run an after-school and out-of-school program called the Digital One-Room Schoolhouse, which allows students from all over the Bay Area to connect with mentors online and study science and STEM in a real and authentic way that's sort of peppered with experience, uh, experiential uh, field trips. And that's how we got connected with with, uh, the Chamber, which has been a great partnership. Well, you know, you mentioned something to me um, earlier about when we were talking about calculus, and you gave me a statistic that in the San Francisco in the 9, 10, or even 11 counties, how many kids are actually studying uh, calculus? How many black kids are actually studying calculus in high school? Right, right, right. You know, we, uh, we this organization was started by a bunch of education nerds who were, was doing, were doing a lot of policy work at the sort of the ivory tower level. And in a big symposium that we went to, uh, we found out that in the nine Bay Area counties, in the counties that surround the Bay Area, there were less than 100 African-American students enrolled in calculus. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Jim. you got to pause for a second, Jim. you got to say that again. In the nine counties around the San Francisco Bay Area, all these high schools, there's only yeah. there's less than 100 African-American students studying calculus? That is, that is true. That is true. It seems it, it's one of those things that's surprising and not surprising at the same time. And uh, there's, you know, that the calculus in in California is uh, regulated, not regulated. I shouldn't say that, but there are there are, for instance, there are 24 approved algebra classes that can be taught in California, and only two calculus cal- classes. So it just becomes a very narrow window to get into those very elite classes and. Math should not be for elite. It should be more open for everyone to be have access to. And we promote, uh, it's not that we think that every child should take calculus. Lord knows, I know a lot of folks who didn't. Uh, but what it shows is there needs to be more room at the top for kids to get access to higher level math and science. Because that's where the future is. That's where the jobs in Silicon Valley reside. Everywhere from you know, guiding guiding uh, airplane uh, rockets to working on video games it takes calculus. It takes understanding 
math concept. And uh, we don't need a world where anyone says, I'm not a math person. People don't say I'm not a word person, but they say, oh, I'm, not, I'm not a math person. So yeah. we're trying to break that paradigm by working with schools and giving them tools and curriculum that kids can um, connect with. Man, that's We've, a perfect segue. We did segue. a big program in, in Richmond mm-hmm. uh, in, in the public housing, um, in two public housing complexes in Richmond. Some of the most, uh, some of the most uh, sketchy uh, and loving places you'll ever, you'll ever be. Uh, but at the same time, we had 40 parents come out to support their kids. The wow. kids all loved the work once we sort of took all the barriers of what, how hard it was. We made it fun for them. And they were like, yeah, I'm working on calculus. What's the big deal? <laughs> hey, Jim. Uh, and that's the kind of attitude we want to have. Hey, Jim, I want to I want to pause you right there because I love that. And I want to pick that up on the second side, because that's a perfect segue for us talking about the Bay Area Black Youth Techathon and all the opportunities we're going to create for the kids. So let's get ready to talk about that on the second side. Okay, you're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connection. Bay Area Black Youth Techathon program that inspires, equips, and encourages black youth to study science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. The Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce invites parents, youth, and volunteers to attend our competition finals Saturday, April 27th at Foothill College, Sunnyvale Campus. Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. Go to blackchamber.com slash techathon for more information. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Pewter man himself, Mr. Jim Hollis of Calculus Roundtable. Jim, you were talking about a very, very important fact on the first side of this show. Why don't you complete that? We're talking about kids, as black kids, learning calculus, or whether they learn calculus or not, how important it is for people to really have math. You know, Carl, one of the things that I've noticed with kids is they're fearless. They're fearless when uh, obstacles are removed. And one of the things that we've been doing with math and science is taking the stigma of it being hard out of it by uh, exposing them to sort of computer games and online tools that the experts use that are easy to understand. And once they understand the concepts of the math and science in the things that we do, either hands-on or online, after they complete them, we tell them what it is. So we did a whole series of exercises where kids built roller coasters. And when they didn't work out at first, we said, oh, well, that's your velocity is an issue, or your mass is uh, uh, working differently, or you know your your kinetic energy needs to be changed. And by the end of it, they were using that those same terminologies, and were able to pass a uh, ninth grade calculus uh, vocabulary test at sixth grade. So wow. it, it's those kinds of activities that we expose kids to that they already understand, and then explain the complication behind it instead of the reverse, saying how hard it is and hoping they'll understand it. We make them understand it first and then explain what the purpose is. And that makes all the difference in the world. So you're saying people like yourself can take these terms like IoT, uh, Internet of Things, AI, artificial intelligence, all this type of terminology that's natural terminology for a lot of folks here. You make it to where the kids understand it and they're not um, sort of afraid of it anymore. Isn't that what you think, too, Jackie? Yes. I mean, I am just sitting here in just absolute awe regarding 
one of the key data points that you referenced here, and I think it is so spot on because just the other night I was looking at my news feed on the Internet, and they were talking about in like the year 2040 mm. how the workforce will be made up of significant representation of minorities, okay? I'm talking Latinos, African Americans, but the key data point that registered the most with me was how little of them will be in the space of technology. And a lot of it goes right back to what you're talking about right now. And that is the feel of STEM, making sure that those who want to have a seat at the table can show up. One of the things, like I said, this is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart because I have a daughter that is currently a sophomore at San Francisco State. And it's one of those things where I say, you know, everybody won't be an engineer here in this valley. But I do believe that there is room enough for all. And the last thing I want to have happen is for someone that really had the skill set but never had an opportunity to be exposed to this type of learning. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Diversity and inclusion. And that's where Jackie's at. And that message is a message that we've all talked about. And I believe companies now sort of embrace that more, that diversity and inclusion, having different thoughts actually breaks or makes a better product. So, Jim, what you're doing really helps out. And Karen, tell us a little bit about you with what you're doing with your virtual assistants. Oh, yes. Um, I am the CEO for KP Express Virtual Business Services, and my company um, supports um, multiple partners. I call, I don't say clients, they're my partners um, in a variety of industries, um, and by providing business services from a remote location, and as a, as, as a virtual professional, I can um, perform my services from anywhere in the world. Um, and as a virtual professional, um, I save businesses and entrepreneurs money. I save them. I save them time and money. What saving money? Go ahead. That's right. Save you time and money because you only pay for the services provided. There is no overhead. I am not an employee. I am an independent contractor. Wow. Man, we could use somebody like that. Oh, that's right. We are using you. <laughs> that's right. And I'm using her too, right? Because there, there's, there is nothing like a business owner getting bogged down in paperwork that has to be submitted. And Karen, she is not only is she detailed, you know, but she knows what she's doing. I don't have to worry about following up. I can really hand something off to a professional that knows her field, knows her craft. And when I get it, it's all done. And I tell you, when you are an independent business owner, every day, every hour means something to you. And it's wonderful to be able to have that business partner that you can throw something across the fence because you know it's going to be outsourced, it's going to be well taken care of, and she's going to do a great job for you. Oh, what a what a wonderful recommendation. Karen, we're so thankful to not only what you do personally and what you do for your partners like Jackie, but what you're doing for the chamber. And I want to just take this time to let everybody know that Karen is a person when anyone registers for our Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. As a matter of fact, the finals are coming Saturday, April 27th, and it's from 9 to 2 p.m., where you can win cash, you can win prizes, you can win gifts, you can win Oculus, sort of VR, Google VR systems. We're actually going to actually give away a drone. 
So we want kids, whether you're in church or schools, whatever, we want you to come together and get together in teams and actually compete. Because if you go to our website, blackchamber.com slash techathon, you'll see that's how you can register and get ready to download the PowerPoint because the PowerPoint will help you when you try to put your answer or your solution together to this challenge, how to use science and technology to better your community. Now, everybody can come up with a very creative idea like that, and we want to honor it and welcome it. So, Jim, I know you're a part of helping us do that also. Karen is a part of registration. But, Jim, what are you doing? Because you're helping within the competition and for those who are not competing, right? Tell us a little bit about that. Students from uh, West Contra Costa Unified School District in Richmond. Shout out to uh, my folks at Nystrom uh, Elementary School, Mr. Shoemaker and his kids. Uh, we've gone on several field trips throughout the year, uh, and those kids right now are preparing for the uh, finals by coming up with ideas and teams to better their world. Uh, they have gone to Cal. Uh, UC Berkeley a couple of times have gone uh, and worked with some professors at the Paleontology Museum making 3D replicas of dinosaur bones uh, and really some fantastic things that I never got exposed to when I was a kid. And it's just really inspiring to see kids from uh, Richmond and Oakland uh, and East Palo Alto uh, uh, work together to solve the world's problems. So it's a, it's a mini incubator for kids, and we're working with kids our, our, our motto is uh, from first grade uh, to, to first uh, uh, compensation. So <laughs> I we, love that. From first grade we, to first we, compensation. <laughs> that's right. We yeah. want to have kids really understand technology. And most importantly, like folks on this phone call, like Karen herself, who's working in a detail-oriented, but when kids know people who worked at the Lawrence Livermore Lab and they can relate to them, yeah. and scientists from NASA, yes. uh, it, it opens their opportunities to a whole world mm-hmm. that they didn't have uh, access to before. Man, that is so that is so important. Um, we had a show, and it's already it's going to be on our website pretty soon. But we have Mr. Ben Barry, who's going to be our keynote speaker at lunch. And Ben Berry yeah. is the only African-American I know in the world who designs and manufactures drones. So for our listening audience, if you want your kids, any kid, you know, to come out and hear this, you just have to register, though, because we're, we are going to serve food and we're only going to serve food to those people who registered. And the reason being, you know, why we need to know how many people are going to be there. But register. You can go to blackchamber.com slash techathon. It's the Bay Area Black Youth Techathon, the final. Finals is Saturday, April 27th, and it's going to be at Foothill College at their Sunnyvale campus, right smack in the middle of Silicon Valley. It's 1070 Innovation Way. So for those who are taking notes, we'll say this again. When this show's over, you can actually go out to blackchamber.com and hear the podcast and get it. Anything closing comments you'd like to say, Jim, and you too, Karen, because we've got about a couple minutes, so take your time. I wanted to say something really quickly that was we were talking about the engineering uh, uh, and not every child needs to be an engineer at Google. One of the things that uh, one of the data points that I saw recently that was very inspiring to me and encouraging was that for every engineer at Google, it takes 15 workers to support that work. So you don't have to be, you know, the horn rim nerd like me. Uh, you, you, uh, there's lots of folks and lots of job opportunities out there in these corporations that are technology oriented, but that are not, 
you know, rocket launchers. There's, we need to have kids understand that these jobs are not out of their reach. Well, anything quickly you want to say, Karen? Um, yes, I would encourage every listener um, on the radio show to, you know, tell your, your neighbors, your brothers, sisters, cousins, just tell everybody this is going to be a wonderful event to support our youth. Um, and, I mean, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing, you know, that warms my heart is to see all these young, young black youth, you know, you know, learning about technology, drones. I mean, it's just going to be a, a, a lot of subject matter experts there. And I just want to see the looks on the children's faces, you know, when, um, um, when Ben does his presentation. Um, <laughs> uh, that's going to be fantastic. Not only will they get a chance to see that, but they're going to get a chance to see people build robots. They're going to be a cybersecurity class. This is designed to inspire and encourage our kids to be all that they can be. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.